Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. It's a great day for a podcast. Once again, here he is, John Oakley. Ministerio de Salud, afuera. Ministerio de Desarrollo Social, afuera. Se acabó el curro de la política. I'm reading with rapt fascination about Javier Mele, uh, who is the new president of Argentina. And they're saying, well, he's eccentric at the very least, but that doesn't necessarily dismiss him as being credible and on the right track to bring them back from the throes of, well, dare I call it depravity, uh, both economically as well as culturally. John Fund is a columnist with the National Review and author of the book, Our Broken Elections, How the Left Changed the Way You Vote. Let's find out... uh, what Mr. Melee is all about. John Fun, good to have you here on the Oakley Show. Good afternoon. Pleasure. Thanks so much. So let's start with uh, this Melee's appeal or what he put on offer as a better vision for the Argentine future. I mean, what was it about him that won this election for him overwhelmingly? Well, Argentina has had a lot of bad luck and bad mismanagement. In 1930, it was the sixth richest country in the world. Now it's the 130th richest country in the world. And uh, it has been the victim of the last few years of rampant inflation, uh, spiraling uh, welfare costs, and frankly, um, a a management of the economy, well, managed by people who you could walk through their deepest thoughts and not get your ankles wet. (laughs) All right. He came and said, you know, there is common sense that can solve this. Uh, Close the central bank dollarize the economy the way that El Salvador, Ecuador, and Panama have done in the, in the Latin countries, and uh, start, start chopping away the useless bureaucracy and start opening up the economy to trade and investment and start developing our shale and lithium reserves and kick the Chinese out because they're just sucking us dry. Yeah, and one of the reasons that we're discussing this is because I think there might be something informative for Canada in the process. Uh, that being said, you know, this guy uh, with a chainsaw in hand, uh, he's talked about, you know, slashing away at, uh, as you say, the permanent state or the federal bureaucracy, I think from 24 ministries down to eight Uh is this, though, uh, Argentina, as you look, you know, you cited from 1930, one of the uh, most prominent countries on the planet slid to 130. Is that a study in the depredations of socialism, do you say? Well, Peronism, which was the philosophy that was embedded in the country by Juan and Evita Perón, you remember the famous musical on Broadway, Evita, mm. uh, it basically was to divide people on long class lines and force everybody into unions and coercive arrangements, uh, play, every, play one group off against the other, and subsidize uh, a, a vast majority of people with uh, cheap fuel, cheap food, and uh, cheap housing, and at the same time, of course, pay for it by printing money. And they've, it's, it's been a boom and bust economy for 80 years. Now we've hit the final bust, and now they're so desperate they're going to go to a truly free market economist as their president, and we should all wish him well 
because if he succeeds, it's a model for a lot of other countries in economic trouble around the world, and we should pay attention to what happens there. Well, could it go south, though? Well, of course. Uh, he has a Congress that is controlled by parties that are not his own. Uh, he's going to have intractable opposition from the unions. Uh, there could be civil unrest in the streets if he cuts the subsidies too quickly and too capriciously. Uh, he also will have an IMF, which uh, has $44 billion in loans from Argentina, which they, and the IMF is not exactly a free market institution, so they could cause trouble for him. So, of course, lots can go wrong. On the other hand, uh, his, his prescription, when it's been tried elsewhere, has worked because it's basically in accord with human nature and the laws of economics. Just tell me briefly, where has it been tried elsewhere and it, ha- it has uh, been shown to work? Well, Hong Kong, until the Chinese decided to take things over. Uh, Chile, which is next door to Argentina, which used to be have half the, the per capita income of Argentina and now has double the per capita income of Argentina. Chile is a success story. Uh, in Africa, I give you Botswana. In Europe, I give you Switzerland. Um, I can give you many states in the United States that are doing very well with this model, Florida being one of them. And in Canada, Alberta has certainly outperformed other Canadian provinces with its combination of resource um, resource exploitation and sound fiscal policy. Again, John Fund is with us, columnist with the National Review, author of the book, our broken elections, how the left changed the way you vote. But we're talking about Javier Amile, who's been uh, voted in overwhelmingly as the new president in Argentina. And uh, hopefully this can help them uh, regain their prominence as a world power again. But uh, there's a long road to hoe, 140% annual inflation. Uh, but here's the thing. Uh, his eccentricity has also been uh, highlighted here. Does that dismiss him as being less than credible? Is he credible after all? One of the things we've learned about politics and the social media age is you have to have a gimmick. You have to have something that distinguishes you from the crowd. Um, Nigel Farage in Britain had that with Brexit. Donald Trump had it with the United States, a stage presence. Javier Millet has studied politicians. And I like what his current new foreign minister says, which is if he didn't have crazy hair, if he didn't have uh, props like a chainsaw, Uh, on stage, and if he didn't get angry and and use occasional curse words, would would anyone have invited him on these talk shows, which made him famous and and thrust him into national prominence so he could run for president? You know, the economic front, uh, we've covered that, but I'm also uh, told that he's a a culture warrior. Uh, On what fronts, what specifically uh, would you identify him as such? Well, in some cases, you know, uh, with social mores, he wishes to address oh, those. Cultural warriors in Argentina are the people who want to change gender identity, who want us to twist our language so that we can have 38 pronouns for individual people, the, one, the ones who want to have abortion from birth all the way, from uh, conception all the way to birth. Uh, the cultural warriors that you're referring to, I think they start on the left, and what you have is a reaction against them. And it's very easy to say someone who opposes your grand schemes as a cultural warrior, what they may be is trying to hold on to tradition and common sense, which have guided societies for thousands of years. Well, how then would you position him? Is he a libertarian uh, with small C conservative values? 
He has spoken. He has spoken favorably of drug decriminalization. He has spoken favorably of same-sex marriage. Uh, he is pro-life. Argentina is a Catholic country, and abortion was restricted until very recently, two years ago. So he holds to the old uh, Catholic position on abortion. Uh, other than that, he largely has libertarian views. His culture warrior status is basically against the bureaucracy, including the state broadcasting, which he considers a propaganda machine. Many people in Canada consider CBC to be a form of state broadcasting propaganda. <laughs> you really have your finger on the pulse, I must say. Uh, the idea that he's a boat rocker, though, uh, will draw pushback for sure, as you've cited uh, from the unions and whomever else. Uh, what are the prospects, you know, that he doesn't get, uh, say, uh, subsumed by all of this. Uh, he's going to have to have allies and uh, maybe... Well, get, you know, the former president of the country, the last non-Paranist president, endorsed him. Uh, his major opponent in the first round of the election endorsed him. And it was that that allowed him to win a landslide victory. There's not a single person that you can find in any of the news coverage before this election who thought he'd get win by 12 points. Uh, so he has a mandate. And as a result, I think he can cut deals and make alliances in Congress, even though he, his party has a minority position in Congress. And I wouldn't bet against him. Remember, two years ago, two years ago, he held no public office and was just a guest on late-night talk shows. This is one of the most mediatoric rises in politics of anyone I've ever seen, even exceeding that of a Donald Trump, a Ronald Reagan, or a, um, or a Margaret Thatcher. Is he friendly to the United States? Not only is he friendly to the United States, he has said, uh, I'm, going to, uh, I'm going to cut official ties with countries that uh, are murderous dictatorships, meaning Venezuela and Cuba. He's very supportive of Israel. He's very supportive of Ukraine and against Vladimir Putin. He's an ally of the United States, and he is coming to the United States next week uh, in order to prove that. I might get a superstar as welcome, uh, certainly in certain quarters, but he's one to watch, as you say, uh, may presage a better future for Argentina. We're hoping, keep our fingers crossed, as you also pointed out. John Fun, columnist with the National Review. Really appreciate your time this afternoon. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Listen to the John Oakley Show live each weekday afternoon from 3 until 6. If you live in the Toronto area, just turn that AM dial to 640 and listen anywhere on earth 24 hours a day by going to 640toronto.com. Follow on Twitter at AM640Oakley. You've been listening to A Curious Cast. New podcasts and shows are debuting all the time. So check back often to see what's new in the Curious Cast Library.